Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Crowning a Moment podcast. We have another very special guest coming to us. This is Heather, and I'd love for her to go ahead and introduce herself to the chat. So hi, how are you? And tell the listeners a little bit about who you are. Hello, everyone. So I was actually Miss New York USA 2022. And just to give you a little bit of like my backstory. So I am Latina. I am Dominican. And um, I come from a family of immigrants, honestly, with like little to no opportunities. And so I grew up witnessing like a lot of traumatic things down to like domestic violence in my household and things like that. Eventually, down the line, I ended up in my own domestic violence relationship, which down in the future as Miss New York USA became like my cause and like my platform of what I wanted to advocate for. Um, I went to John Jay College for criminal justice. Um, In the beginning, I really wanted to be like a police officer and work something related to really closely be hand in hand with women who are victims of domestic violence. Um, But then I found passion and I found like another way to help women who are victims as well through the platform of being Miss New York USA, as well as just being a title holder in general. So that became a, a really special and honestly like close way that I was able to connect with people and have more conversations rather than it just be like work like it would have been if I was a police officer um and yeah and then I was Miss New York USA and now I'm seeking other ventures of possibly going to DR or we'll see where life takes me That was going to be my next question. Of course, when I had kind of decided to set this episode up, I had been watching your social media for a good bit, which we talked about before starting the episode today. And I wondered, I was like, I wonder what sort of like Hispanic background she has and where she's going to go next, because that's one of the big things. All the USA title holders that do have some sort of other heritage have been going to different countries, Albania, Puerto Rico this past year, Dominican Republic, a former, I think, New Jersey just went down there for that. So it's something very interesting. And I was wondering what your next steps were going to be. So I want to kind of ask a little bit, talking about next steps. If you were, hypothetically, to compete in another pageant, what is that preparation looking like after you know being to Miss USA? You've won a USA state pageant. What does that look like? Honestly, I think it's so much more intense because obviously if you win the title, you go straight to universe. It's not like Miss New York USA where you're Miss New York USA and then you have to go to USA and then you go to universe. So it kind of gives you like a little bit more time to prepare versus like competing for DR universe. If I was to do that in the future, it's like you have to go fully prepared and ready. So for me right now, what the preparation looks like, which I'm honestly debating doing a few other pageants before I do DR Universe just because that's like the grands of the grands and I want to like save it for last. So if I want to do something else, I want to keep it in between. But um, it just looks like a lot of basically like runway walking. So we all know like there's different types. So there's like the gown, there's also the the swimsuit, a lot of that. Also for me, my Spanish is great, but it's not the best. So I have been taking a little bit of classes here and there and just increasing it as the time gets closer and closer to the days that I plan on competing. Um, So I've been taking classes for that, for Spanish, and then also just interview. Interview is honestly like the most important for me because I just feel like I really love finding a way to share my story and just being able to talk about everything that I've been through because I have been through a lot, unfortunately. But finding a way to share it that isn't depressing and that is more uplifting and motivating and also wrapping it up to where it's like interview friendly. So 
I want to talk about that being interview friendly with something that has been so serious that happened in your life. You know, how are you making that transition of, you know, being the victim to being the survivor and being able to talk about that in an interview? Because that is a difficult topic. It really is. And honestly, the first couple times I competed for Miss New York USA, I was so afraid to speak up about it. And so the first, I want to say year, I never spoke about my domestic violence. And I just went into interview like, hi, I'm here, you know, and I still placed pretty high, but not super close until I started to actually speak up and open up. And for me, that looked like just really healing from that experience, honestly, especially the year before I won. Um, after I was first runner up in 2021, I went through like intense therapy and I got a life coach that I worked with literally several times a week. And we like really process everything that went through in my life. And that's how I was able to fully like feel like I was in a place where I could talk about it and not cry or not get choked up or feel like sad again. Um, and then Miss New York USA happened, which is so crazy because when I did my Miss New York USA interview when I won, I actually got really sad while I was talking about it and like I almost cried and I like pulled it together <laughs> and you could just tell when I was talking that I was like and you know like I was expressing like what was going on but in a way I feel like it worked because they were able to connect with me and like really feel like the emotions I was going through with the story I shared so it worked. So with yeah absolutely it worked and that was the thing is people always talk about you know, going into pageantry, it's like people always come in with a purpose or a problem. Mm -hmm. And I, I think it's such like a negative like stigma when it comes to pageantry. They always say that, oh, it's because she had this issue. But it's like, do you not realize coming into pageantry, the voice we're given, you know, the crown is its own microphone, I feel like. So being able to speak on these difficult topics that most people don't ever want to bring up in a room, but being able to talk about it and hopefully help someone hear that they're not alone or that they can heal through the process and see what you've done to heal for yourself. And that's, I know you mentioned you had done some intense therapy, but what were some steps if someone may be listening that is going through this or has been through this, that they can start to kind of adapt in their life to go on this healing journey that they may be fighting alone? So opening up about it, I found out that a lot of people had actually experienced that as well, which led me to kind of bring out a list almost of like things that, that I would suggest people to do. But the reality is like, I'll share some advice or things that I did, but the reality is that it's different for everyone and you don't really know what's going to work for someone. And like what works for me may not work for you and what works for you vice versa. So for me, I did it all. I honestly like the more the merrier. That's what I thought. I was like, the more I do that could get me in a better mental space, I'll take it. Like I, I have nothing to lose. Right. You know, so I did the journaling. I did the meditating. I am a firm believer in like prayer. And um, I always read my Bible every single night and just praying throughout the day. Just also a gratitude journal is like life changing when you learn to like just be like present in the moment and be grateful for the things that you have now. So many other doors end up opening up for you. Um, also doing a lot of volunteer work helped me like just being around people that have been through the same thing as me, speaking with friends and of course, number one therapy. But for me, there's two different types of therapy. So I did do like your stereotypical like therapist, you go into the office and you know, you speak to like psychologists. Uh, but a life coach is someone who can help bring like the challenges that you face in your life in a more impactful or like 
motivating aspects. So she really helped me kind of transition even like the talk of like how I speak about these things to where it's more motivational and not so like dampering and depressing. And so there's so many things that you can try, but in reality, it all goes down to you and like what makes you feel comfortable. But it's something I think that everyone has to really venture out and seek to see like what works for them. That's amazing, but still giving, you know, just examples of things that have worked for you really may help someone be like, oh, I didn't even think about that. And a lot of things that I've noticed lately, it's just been like an era, I think. Um, A lot more people are open to talking about prayer and being able to be one with themselves and God, which is a big thing. And that's a lot that I appreciate to hear. It's good to hear sometimes because prayer does help and especially being more specific in prayer. That's one of those things I know personally in my life lately I've been really working with. It's just, you know, asking for things specifically and then just whenever you see the door opening, letting yourself just kind of go through it and not really worry about it. There's a whole process that you don't know that's happening that is working behind the scenes Um, but just giving it time in your life. And I want to ask a little bit more on pageant side with possibly doing maybe another big pageant in the U.S. or going internationally. You know, are you looking at, we just saw the Miss USA had an outside of the U.S. designer. So are you looking for a designer inside the U.S. to create a gown for you or outside the U.S. to create a gown for you for your next adventure? That's a hard question because I did have my own personal designer, which was Yelena's. Um, and she did literally all of my wardrobe for USA and I love it till this day. Like I'm obsessed with her and everything that she does. And she is here in the US, but, um, I do want to like see other designers in Dominican Republic because I know that they do also amazing work. So maybe I can do like a collaboration of both. I'm thinking, but I definitely want to create something that's like super unique if I ever do get to be in that position. That's exciting. So with going to compete in another country, I mean, obviously, it's just an idea at this point, but also something that's super cool that not a lot of people can say they've done. And that's something you can definitely add to the resume. You know, what would be like the push? What do you think really would change your mind? And be like, no, I want to go compete somewhere else and rather than the US. Not saying there's anything wrong with the US, but what is really the drive to compete in another country specifically from your heritage as well? I think for me, it's just really honoring where I'm from. And for so long, I've competed in the US system. Like, I think it was about three, four years. And I really want to embrace more of my culture and where I'm from. And I think it's so beautiful. And every time I go there, I want to learn more about it. And I think using the platform of being a title holder can lead me in that direction of learning more about the culture. Because obviously, those are things that you have to know to be able to relate and share. So Throughout the journey of possibly going to DR Universe, I can also learn so much about the Dominican culture and like where my family's from and things like that. So I think it opens up like a beautiful conversation. And ultimately, that's really like the passion and the motivation through it all. That's amazing. And talking a little bit about, since this is Crowning Moment Podcast, I want to go back to your time at New York, USA. You know, you're standing in the final two. What do you even remember the moment or did you black out on it? What was that like being in the final two, getting called the winner that year? Okay, this is really crazy, but I feel like some people probably think I'm silly for saying this, but I really feel like I felt like the Holy Spirit. It was so weird because a lot of people say they don't know that they were going to win. And honestly, obviously, you don't know that you're going to win 100%. But I had like this feeling in me that it was just like my my time. 
And so every moment throughout that weekend, I was just like giving gratitude as much as I could to God. And I was just like, thank you for this. Thank you for that. Even when I would get called to like answer the questions on stage in the top five, the first question, I would like go backstage and be gracious. Like, thank you. The second question, thank you. You know, like every little step along the way, I was just like, thank you. Because even if I didn't, I just wanted to absorb the moment and just be so proud of myself. And then when it came to like the, the like calling of the runner ups, I was like, okay, I just feel like it's my time. Like, I just feel, I feel it in me. Like I feel ready. I just, I feel like it's going to happen. And then it, I was right. You know, it did happen. And it's a blessing because I, I wouldn't have won any other year. Honestly, I think the year that I won was perfect for me because it, I was in the best mental space that I could have been. And then now that you've won, you won New York, it was time to prepare for Miss USA. What did your preparation really look like? Get down to the nitty gritty details. How was it tough? Was it easy? What did that look like for you? It was really depressing, honestly, um, because you don't have time for anything. Like if you really dedicate yourself the way that most people do, um, it can get a little depressing if you don't find a balance. And to be honest, I didn't. I literally even dropped work. Like I wasn't even working for, I want to say I worked two days out of the month, <laughs> like prepping for USA because it was so crazy. Like I had no time for anything. I had no time to see family, like friends or anything. And it was just like phone call after phone call. Every single night, my friends would help me like do interview. I also had like professionals helping me do interview. I had professionals like video chatting me for catwalks or even in person. Um, and it was just very overwhelming, honestly. And also, aside from the prep, you're also Miss New York USA. So you have to do appearances for that. So it just gets really, really overwhelming overall. But the excitement takes up most of it. But then when you're there, you're like, this is it, you know, and it's just like, then a whole other wave of anxiety. And like, it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot to process. <laughs> and I ask this, which I can cut this out if you don't feel comfortable answering this. But as someone I've, I've only ever watched Miss USA, I competed in South Carolina for teen and you're Marley Stokes had one teen. Um, but I want to ask, you know, is this once you win, is this an expensive journey to really get to USA? Or is this something that a lot of sponsors actually do help with to get your journey there? So on average, I will say yes, it is super, super expensive. And honestly, uh, most of the girls, if not all, will come back from Miss USA like struggling. And that's just the reality of it. Like we've all had those conversations where we're like, oh my God, like I'm still recovering from Miss USA. You know, like we still talk about it to this day. Luckily for me, I'm so, so grateful because Yelena sponsored, like, like I said, everything for Miss USA. So all of my wardrobe she did and I didn't have to pay for. And it was like top tier. So I'm just like so extremely grateful to even have that opportunity. But I also know that None of the other girls had anything like that. So I was in a very like lucky space to be able to have that. But the reality is no one, no one really does. So you do have to come out of pocket for a lot of things. So it is very expensive. Yeah. I've always wanted to ask just because that's something that nobody ever really talks about because money is never a fun topic to anyone because pageantry is definitely a luxury hobby <laughs> to have. Um, but with you know, competing at Miss USA, what did that really feel like touching the Miss USA, walking on the Miss USA stage? What was that experience like for you just being there? Right. And quickly, I just wanted to say it doesn't always have to be 
the expensive stuff, you know, I feel like a lot of girls also can still compete and place amazing and like do even win with like whatever they have because I know girls do that as well. But being at Miss USA, honestly, it was like so surreal. Just like being from where I'm from, like being a Dominican woman with little to no opportunities, like I said before, it's just like insane because I remember being a little girl and watching the show every single year. Like I would literally cry dreaming of like being there and to think that I was there. It was like honestly a once in a lifetime experience that I will never forget and I'm always super grateful for. Of course it has its ups and its downs and the good and the bad. But through it all, I feel like the most precious part of the journey really is the friendships that I've made along the way. And just we're having another reunion actually really soon. So I'm excited for that. But just the connection and having people that you can relate to that know what that experience was like, too. I want to ask before we you know wrap up the podcast today, is there anything you would like to you know say words of wisdom to any girl deciding possibly to compete in pageantry or just waffling around the idea of competing in a pageant? Just a little bit of encouragement out there for them. I will say, honestly, whatever you want to go for in your life, whether it is in the U.S., internationally, go for it. Like, there's no limit to what you can accomplish. And a lot of the times when a door closes, we tend to give up and that was even me after Miss USA. Honestly, I kind of went through like a small depression where I was just like, what am I going to do now? You know, what, where am I going to go? But life works in mysterious ways and you just never know what else can lead you in another direction. And then a couple months later, I had people reaching out to me to do DR or do other pageants. And so just never give up. And even if it's not pageants, like if a door closes and you end up maybe doing TV or doing something else, you never know where life will take you. But just having a positive mindset and pushing through and staying focused will truly get you through anything. That is awesome advice. Thank you so much for that. And we've come to that point in the podcast where I like to ask everyone the same final question. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right. In what way has pageants positively impacted you? Honestly, I always say this. I feel like it really helped me find my purpose because I, for a long time, with everything I experienced, I felt like very defeated. And I almost felt like, okay, I went through all of these things. Like, am I going to let it destroy me? Was like the question I would constantly ask myself. And then when I started pageantry, I started to realize like my purpose is to talk about these things that I've been through. It's not to hold it in and to feel bad for myself is to turn it into a power and to be more of like a voice and an advocate for women to be able to push through with any dream that they have whether it's pageant related or not that you can still be in a position of power even if you've experienced really terrible things in your life well thank you heather for sharing your story here today and telling the listeners a little bit about more about who you are and what your experiences have been in pageantry. But I just want to thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This is so much fun. Absolutely. Well, you never know what happens in the future. So I guess you'll have to check out next week on another episode of The Crowning Moment. Bye, guys. Bye.